You can get in your fancy yells, you can drink them by the flagon, but the only food for the brave and true comes from the green dragon. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another recap from Kylie's Around the World SBG Tour. And yeah, wow, I am excited to be here in New Zealand. I've actually got some, have some time now to kind of go around, see some of the sights. And let me tell you, the sights have been absolutely breathtaking. I, th there's no other way to kind of describe it. I have enjoyed immensely my kind of walk about around the New Zealand hinterlands and checking out all the sites you know going to Mount Cook seeing all the lakes driving down and I swear like every every few kind of kilometers I always have to like pull over and take a picture because there's always something new and interesting to have a look at and I mean even now I am in Queenstown um, I'm pulled over at the side of the road on this like kind of this bluff that's overlooking the lake and there's just this gorgeous view of the snow-capped mountains so yeah, I tell you what I, I couldn't think of a better place to record an episode for you all today because I do have a battle report that's right I do have a battle report and as I hinted at in my last recap I did manage to come down and have a catch-up with Lockie from Zorpazorp. Yes, that's right. We finally got to have a game. The first game we've managed to kind of have in about four years, I think, 2019, 2020, some, something something around those lines. It's been a long while since me and Lockie have uh, caught up. So I caught up with um, him and his family, uh, hung out at their place for a couple of days, uh, and, yeah, we got to have an absolute banger of a game we played a little 700 point game uh kind of prepping for avon hen uh we probably would have played more than one game maybe even done an episode or something but uh lucky actually had to duck out to do a super secret project that he has coming up in in, in the making that uh, some of you might know so you might not know but he has flown up to the north island to do some shoots yeah some shoots i'm not gonna say with who I think that would spoil the surprise, but I think you're really going to love some of the content that Lockie has coming out. But anyway, you're all here for the game and the recap, and yeah, you, th this one this one was was a bit of a banger. Uh, uh, Lockie didn't have much of his uh, his armies and resources. Most of that is still back home in uh, Australia. Although it's strange to say back home in Australia, it's home for me. Not not so much for Lockie anymore. But most of his models are, are over in Australia still. So I offered to allow him to play one of my armies. And I gave him the options, the Easterlings, the Assault and Lothlorien, and the Bears. And Lockie went, Assault and Lothlorien, what's, what's that going got in it? And I'm like, well, it has wags and spiders and uh, bats, oh my. And he's like, oh my? And I'm like, yes, oh my. That's, that's, that's the name we give to all of our spooky spellcasters. So once I had kind of described what was in the list and what all the stuff in the list does, Lockie was like a like a kid in a candy store he was like ooh, let me play this so Lockie grabbed my assault and Lothlorien. i grabbed my bears uh this was a bit of a different assault and Lothlorien, not the same list that i took to masters this is a bit of a retooled one it has the um white white chieftain in it a couple of bats more spiders it has ashrak in this version as well as druzag a lot more wags uh and just a lot more nasty gribbly stuff in it 
to uh, to really take advantage of Druzak's shenanigans. So, yeah, this was an interesting one. We, we set up the table. We kind of made like a, a Rovanian village for the Bionics to defend with some, some wooded areas. And uh, we wanted a game. We really wanted a game. So we undenied about which scenario we, we wanted to play. And Lockie, Lockie didn't really want one that required too much brain power. So why don't we go with the simple objective capture scenario? So we locked in domination and... If you've seen the Facebook page, you will have seen some of the pictures and stuff uh, that we uh, posted up. And I think you'll all really, really, you might be able to follow along with some of the stuff uh, that happened. So Lockie, Lockie dropped down first uh, and he kind of went, he leaned more to the left flank, which is the left flank is the, uh, the, the kind of the... Uh, uh, the township side, and then the right flank is more of the forest side. So, Lucky Earth to more, more of the left flank. I kind of came down very central, kind of hedged my bets, bets to give myself some options. And there was um, one objective inside the village, one objective on just on the outside skirts of the village, one objective right next to the signal fire, and then one objective deep into the woods. And obviously the last one was in the centre of the township, right near the fence line and the gates to the village. So... I had my work cut out for me. I was very far back off the objective. I had to really get creative as to how to get on them, especially late game. Because Bionis are tough, but they're vulnerable. That You can hit them, but it's it's getting enough hits in to land. It's one of those really interesting things with having low defense models with, with lots of wounds. They can usually, you know, reliably go into one-on-one -on -one or two-on-two, two-on-one uh, two -on combats and survive even if they lose a, uh, lose a combat. But it's when you start to get into those bigger combats and those big mass combats where you'd really prefer the defense over the wounds because that is when your opponent is more likely to get stuff through. So, Lucky pushes up on the left flank. Uh, I kind of like hedge my bets a little bit. I transform one of the uh, bears into bear form. And the other one I kept in man form just to kind of keep my options open. Maybe I could get a sneaky slide into a combat or something. But eventually, Lucky came forward and made a charge very, very tempting. So in the end, I decided to send forward some boonings a little bit overextended uh, and then put, push both of the bears into combat because I figured, well, I'm not going to get a better charge than this. I'm locking out some of the shooting and Lockie had, has listened to some of my uh, exploits, shall we say, and uh, set up some absolutely gorgeous uh, throwing weapon and shooting into combat lines, trying to kill his own models to prevent the bears from doing some really nasty things and even an enraged beast on the white chieftain came out and looked for it a hurt combat but uh unfortunately forgot lucky he forgot that uh the white chieftain has pack lord so all the goblins in the combat uh well they couldn't uh they couldn't participate in the heroic combat uh so it kind of blocked the white white chieftain but which kind of was a little interesting because what it did do was it allowed the wide chieftain to disengage and then reset the next turn, which meant I couldn't get to him. I couldn't get to him off a barge. I couldn't get to him off anything. So he basically flash kills a uh, Bayoning and then puts himself in this really strong position for later in the game. And yeah, I was uh, I had to come up with, with with something to kind of break open lines and keep myself safe. So that took the form of a really nasty hill uh, i got a nice big chunky hill killed most of the trackers with it uh and put some pressure on that where it really stung was the prowlers uh chipping up lots of wounds on my bay awnings and i was starting to feel the hurt a little bit on my left flank and to the point where i actually had to disengage from one of the objectives i know it feels bad 
feels bad, man, to disengage off the objectives, but I was kind of forced to do so. Disengaged off one of the objectives, gave up space, uh, mostly to keep the bears in a safer position to make sure that they weren't going to get a bat swarm to the face because with Drizag on the table, a bat swarm to the face is quite likely with the courage for and possibly even the enraged beast to get the courage up. So the game progressed. The next couple of turns are pretty, uh, pretty stock standard. We're mostly just bashing each other in the head with uh, 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 our, our forces. Uh, Lockie traded a, a few prowlers out for some um, bayonings. Uh, kept going for every throwing weapon shot he can, which I thought I thought it was a bit risky. But it, hey, there was a few, there was a couple of turns where he like traded a kill on a bayoning for like an accidental kill on one of his own prowlers, and was like, well, a, a bayoning for a prowler, you take those every day of the week. Uh, so yeah, shooting into combat worked uh, pretty well with locking the, the back half of the game. Uh, what was really interesting is he didn't really go to reinforce his right flank, which is the flank on the forest side of the board. So I had detached four bayonings in total from the main force and started sending them towards the objectives in the far side. A couple of them ran deep for the forest, and the other one, other couple kind of skirted back a little bit towards where there was an objective towards the outer edges of the, the uh, township, which meant Loki had to make a really interesting choice about where he was going to commit his base. He needed them up the front, dealing with um, the Bayonings, dealing with Bayon and Grim Bayon, and he needed them in the position where they could, could be threatening. So... Loki ends up keeping his most of his beasts back. He didn't even he did the the single tower objective. Uh, he, he had kind of like one wag that was getting back for it, but uh, I, I wasn't too worried about it because it was out of range of Drizag's uh, courage bubble. So I was able to kind of set up a decent turn in the combats where I was able to get a barge into the chieftain and then proceed to flop against the chieftain and the chieftain just turns around and wins Grimbayon, uh, sorry, Bayon, but Bayon's now, you know, forced to throw some uh, might at the, at preventing the the, the wound because I didn't want to let the point to go through and leader, which that stalling and that meaning I couldn't, you know, get in and really like put the pressure in on the white chieftain and get rid of it because he's such a big threat with the enraged beast. It meant that Loki could get a really sneaky channeled enraged beast and channeled Shroud of Shadows on one of his last remaining spiders and charge into Grimbeon. Now Grimbeon at this point was kind of isolated a little bit. He had to barge back to save some of the Beyonds to get them and give them a banner roll, but by doing so, he got just a tiny bit too far out of position and then proceeded to get smacked by the channeled and shrouded spider. Uh, another spider came in around the back. Lucky wisely didn't charge and kind of trapped in uh, Grimbeon and then, yeah, used the uh, brute force and parish test with some prowls to get the, the three-point trap there and basically one shot from beyond did something like 11 wounds i did all right on the saves i saved like uh a four but uh 11 minus four is still seven wounds so that was still an insta kill on uh grim Bayon at the back there uh it, i was sad to lose it there i mean at this point grim Bayon had done a, a lot of a lot of work uh, i had a couple of turns where i was able to do some cheeky uh cheeky, you know, barge dismount charges uh, with Grim Bayon and Bayon. But one of the key things I will point out to anyone listening at home with the bears, always make sure that you have at least one bear in full bear form. Um, never transform down unless unless you have the other bear fully tanked up because you don't want to go both into man form and then get stuck with the throat moves and stuff. 
and not get that banner reroll because that banner reroll is so so important it keeps it keeps you alive because two attacks are three attacks in an army with only 17 models it's very very important to make sure that you have those extra attacks there in those combats so make sure you always have a bear uh at all times you can play Trixie with one of them go down to man form and create some openings but the main thing here is make sure you always at least have two of them going at all at least one of them going at all times so uh you always have options there so yeah i had, had a lot of had a lot of fun with this one uh this this game uh came down to the wire because in the final terms it basically came down to courage test i had something like four or five uh bionings going into the last time and I, I was down a bear as well and lucky only needed one more kill uh to break me and force courage test and i had bionings on the back back objectives and stuff you know the, the warg pack that i'm sure you can see the photos of and a bat swarm went out and tried to isolate and kill them uh fortunately for me i managed to get the uh combat results that i needed but if any one of those bane warnings had gone down or if i was forced on the courage checks as well i mean courage five is pretty good but uh, sometimes when you have to take five or six of them on crucial objectives when you only have one or two models yeah courage five doesn't seem as strong as you would think it does and uh yeah i could this game could have very easily slipped out of my hands very quickly if any one of these kills had gone through i be on made a mad dash for the back objective but it wasn't too much of a deal since the wag that was trying to hold it ran away i managed to sneak into the middle and after some absolutely horrendous courage rolls from uh lucky basically always orcs in the center of the board fled uh, giving me really good prime control of the center of the board and be able to capture that middle objective uh, uh, there as well. So in the end, uh, Lockie did hold uh, one of the far back objectives. Uh, again, there was a one-wing bayoning. You just had his kind of toes on one of the objectives and just kept winning fight after fight after fight after fight. And the Prowlers and, and Drizag and crew just, just couldn't get the kill in there. Uh, and the throwing weapons couldn't wound on the way in. So I ended up winning this game 6-1. Very, very... Very close, even though the scores may not uh, dictate it. But yeah, it was down to the wire at the end. And one of the things I absolutely loved about playing a game like this is we were able to take our time, just have a casual, fun game. There's nothing nothing quite like just having no stress of a tournament, having no stress of being on stream or on camera. Just take your time, having fun, and just trying out fun, wacky things. Because I think that was the thing that I enjoyed the most. And by... By chatting with Lucky too, I know he really, really enjoyed it as well. I, I think I may have uh, invigorated him to play some more games of Lord of the Rings and remind him why the game is so much fun. So, yeah, Lucky, thank you so much for hanging out and uh, opening up your home to me. Because, uh, yeah, that game was so much fun to play. And uh, I, I look forward. Hopefully we can get another game in uh, this weekend at the tournament. Uh, but, yeah, I think, uh, I think that, is that about it? No, wait, what have I done recently? I surely have done stuff recently. Now, I've talked about all of my musings and running around and stuff and checking out the sites in New Zealand. Yeah, I did that at the start. Sorry, I I'm very lost right now at the moment. I'm kind of like doing this a bit disjointed, like these episode recaps and stuff. Like I said, I'm on the side of a road, so I don't have any of my notes and stuff that I've, I've written everything down. I figured, well, this is a nice plot to do a, do a recording into, so this is just kind of where I am um but yeah uh i'm rambling now i i need to stop i need to stop i need to stop so i'm gonna stop here i'm gonna stop here i i am going to say thank you all for listening uh it's been an absolute pleasure thanks to you Lockie, for having a real absolute smashing of a game and 
I do have one more game before the tournament tomorrow. I've got another casual game lined up with um, uh, another listener. So stay tuned for that. Uh, but yeah, after that, uh, this weekend, Pen Ultimate Tournament. So 700 points, good and evil. Let's see how the bears and the wags, spiders, and bats oh my go. Uh, should be a lot of fun. But uh, without further ado, Trap Swing Games. Thank you for listening to the Green Dragon Podcast. Please be advised that the Green Dragon Podcast is not suitable for children, the elderly, pregnant women, those with a history of heart conditions, or anyone expecting to receive worthwhile advice. You can contact us on thegreendragonpodcasts at gmail.com. Yes, it has an S at the end. Or our Facebook page, The Green Dragon Podcast. We do not claim ownership of any works based on J.R.R. Tolkien, New Line Cinema, Warner Brothers, or Games Workshop. This podcast is purely for entertainment. The thoughts, as rare as they are, are solely that of our hosts and guests. Farewell, listener, until we meet again.